10 ways to grow and build the audience for your podcast. This is the Law Podcasting Podcast, where you learn how to use modern media to get your message out and more good clients to your law practice. Here's your host, Gordon Firemark. All right. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's another season of the Law Podcasting Podcast. I'm Gordon Firemark, your host. And uh, in this next season, we're going to have a bunch of great interviews for you, as well as some more solo shows. And this is one of the solo shows. Uh, I'm going to talk about 10 different ways that you can improve the listenership of your show. You can get more subscribers, more listeners to your show and uh reach a broader audience and provide your, your brand of help to more people. So in this uh, episode, we're just going to do a, a countdown on number 10 through number one style, top 10 count one down if you guess in no particular order really, but uh, starting off with the bat number 10, uh, the number 10 way to improve the listenership of your show is to be consistent. That is consistent with respect to the length of your show, the niche, always publishing in the same general uh, topic area. Uh, obviously consistent as to your quality of your show, both from a technical standpoint as well as a content standpoint. And of course, the sound quality of, of your show uh, shouldn't, but it does matter. And uh, also, consistency in terms of releasing on a schedule. Uh, if you're going to do a weekly show, make sure it's actually a weekly show and not a bi-weekly show. And if you're going to do a, a monthly show, then make sure it's a monthly show. And if you're going to take a break, um, you know, let the audience know and uh, make sure that their understanding is clear about what's going on with the show. So uh, yeah, being consistent is definitely a priority for growing your audience. You want people to be able to feel they can rely on you being there for them when they want to listen to something. And having a show come out every week is uh, is certainly a best practice. And also the timing of that release each week. If you're going to come out on Tuesday, it should be roughly the same time every Tuesday. And that's easy enough nowadays to, to program as long as you're on top of things and getting the show put together in a timely fashion. Uh, so you have a little advanced time and you can, you can plan that. Now it happens to all of us that we sometimes uh, end up behind the eight ball and have to release our show late because we didn't get it finished in time. Um, but you know, the more consistent you can be, the better. And if you have good systems in place, those, uh, occasions will come few and far between. So the number nine way that you can improve the listenership and grow the audience for your podcast is to get it into the podcast directories. Obviously you want it in iTunes. It's the big, you know, the 400 pound gorilla these days. Uh, is it 400 or 800? Anyway, uh, you know, is getting into iTunes and optimizing your feed uh, with all of the important information about the podcast so that iTunes and other podcatchers are, um, are providing the most up-to-date information and um, that there's good, essentially, search engine optimization. Let's face it, iTunes is a search engine for podcasts, as is the Google Play Store, as are many of the other podcast directories. I encourage you to get into as many of those as possible and make sure that your RSS uh, feed has all the fields filled out and so on. And the, the tool that I recommend for uh, most podcasters to use to create that feed and um, and uh, uh, optimize things is the PowerPress plugin from the folks behind uh, the Blueberry uh, media uh, file storage um, 
business. Um, you don't have to use Blueberry if you use uh, PowerPress, but it's a it's a great alternative. The other one being Libsyn, of course, and and they're both fantastic products. Uh, the number seven, uh, I'm sorry, the number eight um, uh, way to improve your your podcast is just that. Get it into all of those other directories. Get it on Stitcher. Get it on TuneIn Radio. Get it on Double Twist. Get it on SoundCloud if you think your listeners are out there on SoundCloud. Um, and uh, I don't think I need to belabor this point. The point is you want to be found anywhere people are likely to look for podcasts. Uh, the number seven approach is put a link on other social media profiles. That is, you know, publish your show and then promote the heck out of it using your social media. Get people aware every time you're putting it out. And again, if you're doing a consistent release schedule, then you should have your social media uh, illustrating the, the fact that you've got this thing that comes out every week. And by the way, don't just promote it on the day that it comes out or the day after. You want to have it scheduled that you're going to promote the episode of the show every a few times every day in the various uh, social media so that, you know, folks who tune in at a particular time will, will have a good chance of seeing it. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, Pinterest, uh, stumble upon um, Reddit. If you're a Reddit user, that kind of thing is a great approach. Now the number six approach is uh, related. This is post your, um, your show to YouTube using, um, a video with, you know, it can either be a video of you talking or it could be, you know, just a slide, um, or your cover art of your show. In fact, I just learned recently that the, um, post-production tool that I really favor for most podcasters is called Aphonic. Alphonic.com. It's an online service. You upload your file and it outputs a, um, a cleaned up file in a number of different formats. One of which is you can have it take an audio file and add on a, a picture and put output it as a video file that it will even, if you set it up right, it will even upload directly to YouTube channel. So if you have a short format show, this may not work so well for longer format, like an hour or longer, but if you've got a show that's, you know, 10 minutes long, why not post a YouTube video that people can listen to what you have to say while looking at your artwork, maybe, um, having, uh, the URL for your site or the, or a short link to get to iTunes so they can subscribe and listen on their phones and, and other listening devices. Uh, but you know, YouTube is another great search engine. It's the second most, um, sought after search engine and it happens to be owned by the first one, <laughs> Google or alphabet as it's now called. So, you know, getting those YouTube videos uh, out there is a great way to also leverage your content and be visible to an, an audience that may not listen or look for podcasts, but they look for YouTube videos. So I, I strongly encourage that. Um, number, um, number, what am I on? Five is consider a highly targeted ad running ads on Facebook or Google AdWords running sponsored tweets. You have to know who your audience is or your intended audience and your ideal customers. If you're marketing using your podcast, you need to know who that is really very discreetly and clearly. So you can, um, tailor the ad demographics and the ad content, frankly, right, right to that audience. But, uh, spending a few bucks a day or a week on advertising, using Facebook or Google or something like that can be money very well spent to grow an audience that will then, you know, be yours for a good long time. And uh, then you can use the podcast as a way of uh, offering them your services or, um, 
or you know just getting them onto mailing lists so you can later offer them services, those kinds of things. So uh, a little bit of advertising can go a long way if it attracts a few listeners to things. Um, number five, uh, no, number four, <laughs> sorry about the counting here. Number four is hosting giveaways and contests and things. And this can be a great promotional tool if you have a prize or a sponsor who is willing to put something up of value that um, listeners on your show can can uh, opt in to be entered in a contest or whatever, or maybe you know, there's anybody who who contacts. It doesn't have to be a, a contest. It could be anybody who emails you a certain thing gets a certain giveaway item, and that could be what we call um, a content upgrade. For example, you do a, a show on a particular topic, and then you have a giveaway, which is a short guide or or a manual or checklist or worksheet that relates to what you talked about on the show. Um, so it's content specific. So everybody listens to episode number 192, they get the download. All they have to do is sign up to get the download for uh, episode 192 and they get that checklist. You can do um, specific to particular topics and give away those checklist worksheets, whatever you want to call it. And that's a great way to grow your email list from your podcast. But also if you promote the giveaway, people will come and listen to the show in order to find out more about the giveaway or the, or the contest. And, um, that's a great way to grow and build your audience for your show. Uh, number seven on our, I'm sorry, number three on our list is network cross promotion. You can accept requests for interviews from other people on their shows and their blogs. You can guest blog as well. Uh, reach out to other podcasters and media creators in your space and expand your network. If you think of folks as competition, you won't want to do this. If you think of them as um, friendly collaborators, friendly you know, friendly competition, I guess is a good way of saying it. It's proof that there's a market when there are folks out there doing the same thing, talking about the same subject, selling the same service or product. It means that there are customers and if you are willing to take a plenty of fish in the sea approach, uh, sharing the wealth kind of an approach, um, doing this kind of cross promoting on other people's shows can be tremendously valuable. And of course you need to reciprocate so that, uh, those folks can come on your shows. It's a great way to get their audience to listen to your show. Um, both by having yourself appear on their shows so you can introduce yourself to that other audience, but also by having the hosts of other podcasts come on your show. So you can, so they will tell their audiences that they were on your show. It's a, a strong growth strategy for building an audience. So the, um, number two reason away, excuse me, to grow your audience is to use an interview format and interview folks. If you make your guests look and sound their best, they will want to share. They'll provide, uh, I mean, they'll tell their audiences about your, uh, your show. You want to provide that interviewee with tools that they can share with the followers, uh, you know, give them all of the things they need, um, how to improve, how to promote the show to their social media followers, what to say in an email. The more you spoon feed this to your listeners and uh, to your, your guests, the more likely they are to do the things that it needs to do to get that they need to do to get in front of their audience with your message. Um, 
interviewing uh, and promoting influencers in your niche and getting them to promote the content, your content, is a key element. You got to get them to promote it. So leveraging their large social volume is great. A great strategy is, especially if you're just starting out, is go find somebody who's got a big audience and get on their show and get them onto your show. That's the bottom line. Get them to post about your the interview. Let people know that they're doing it. And finally, number one is engage your audience. You want to not just have a one-to-many kind of a communication strategy. It's the nature of podcasting that you are making a message and sending it out and people are consuming it on their own time and when they feel like it. But if you invite them to engage with you, that is to comment on the website, to send you um, uh, emails and tweets and those kinds of things, you need to respond and participate and engage in that process of communicating and building those relationships and those relationships will turn into your raving fans who will tell others and those folks will also uh, because they come by referral will be very valuable indeed so uh, do this as quickly as possible somebody sends a comment on your website or your youtube channel or whatever um, you know thank them uh, publicly and be very you know be Gratitude is important. Be grateful. Thank them and and uh, show your appreciation. You want to engage in conversation with people while it's still relevant and top of mind for them, and then keep that conversation going. I uh, just had the experience today of talking to a listener of my podcast to whom I gave a shout out because he offered me some helpful uh, input about one of our stories. Uh, and in the next episode of the show, we mentioned him and thanked him publicly for his help. And he was really um, excited to have that shout out. So, uh, uh, and he went to some trouble to tell me so, and, uh, that's a kind of engagement and, um, and tremendously important. So right there in under 15 minutes, I've just given you 10 different strategies for growing and building the audience for your podcast and, uh, increasing your listenership so you can have a successful show that helps you to uh, get your message out and grow your practice and do the things that you want done for uh, for your business. So uh, with that, I'm going to say thank you very much and uh, trigger the ending music. That does it for this episode of the Law Podcasting Podcast. If you are interested in starting a podcast for your practice, head on over to lawpodcasting.com. And with that, I'll say thanks and keep on podcasting. 